is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. Go ahead, give it to me. 508 here on the KRMG Afternoon News on Tuesday, which means it's time to check in with Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon in the BA Breakdown. He joins us live. Good afternoon, Michael. Hey, Skylar. How are you doing? I'm good. Just catching my breath here. We're just breaking some major news in the Tulsa area this afternoon. So while we continue to check on that behind the scenes, let's just chat with you for a couple of minutes here. And I think the one thing I want to ask you about today will probably take most of our time because there is a pretty lengthy um, Facebook post on the city's page explaining a lot of things. So it may take you a moment to get through it too, but this is the Aspen Landing Study. I read through some of this um, previously when it was first announced. And as I gather, it got quite a bit of reaction from folks there in BA. So can you tell us first what the Aspen Landing Study is and why people are so fired up about it? Well, let me just first off share with you that, you know, one of the things the council members and I like to do is look at all different aspects of recreation, whether it's active or passive recreation, but not only look about how we can improve existing facilities, but also look at future amenities that the community would benefit from. And so um, about a year and a half ago, approximately, the, the, the council gave uh, the okay for the University of Oklahoma's urban design studio uh, to have some students take a look at that particular area. And it took about nine months for them to come back with uh, some recommendations or ideas they had for how the um, Indian Spring Sports Complex could be um, redeveloped, as well as uh, some of the area along the Arkansas River there for future recreation opportunities in our community. And what did they find? What are some of the things that they suggested? Well, once again, the study captures the vision of the students and the committee to explore future development. And what they were looking at was, number one, Indian Spring Sports Complex is an incredible asset, to not only to the city, but to, re- to, to the region. It's been around since the late 70s. It's about 230 acres. It's got baseball, softball, soccer. Uh, according to the Broken Air Soccer Club, there's about 3,700 soccer games a year. There's There's a need to make some infrastructure improvements to that area specifically uh, the movement throughout the park could be re could be redesigned. So they had some suggestions on re- redesigning the infrastructure. They also uh, recommended the uh, uh, installation of some additional soccer fields and also the moving of some soccer fields to, to better, to provide a better, I would call flow throughout the park. They also looked at some uh, improvements that we could consider in the future along the along the river there including some uh, like a, a, a boardwalk type amenity there was some zip lining that was going on as well as uh, some more passive recreation opportunities such as some tables and some uh, some docks in, in order for people to be able to enjoy the river I see in the uh, Facebook post from the city something that I, I think was important for your team to get out there which was to uh, just get people to slow their roll a little bit, to use my own phrasing there, <laughs> um, that, <laughs> that it's a study, not a plan at this stage. But uh, as the city manager and in your conversations with the council, is this a kind of thing you could see for the future? Do you like this, uh, these ideas? Well, that is correct. It's, it's just a study, and that study was was presented to the, to the governing body, and they accepted the study, and they asked the administration, my office, to actually – as a part of our um, next general obligation bond package to look at um, the recommendations in the study and put some estimates on what the improvements 
would cost, especially with uh, Indian Spring Sports Complex, because that is just an amazing area. It's used by so many, so many kids to make sure that we're, we keep it a great experience. And so we're going to be looking at those improvements. And as a part of our next package, as I just said, we'll see exactly what those estimates are. And then I'll be presenting those estimates to the council probably sometime next summer. Uh, or maybe even the fall to, to let them know exactly what those improvements would cost. And then they'll have to go through the very painstaking process of determining which projects uh, it would compete with, such as Elam Park, which has got our, a proposed new community center, plus other recreational areas and other projects within the city to determine uh, what are the priorities. And we're also going to be doing a survey of our citizens, and we'll be asking a lot of questions about Aspen Landing as a part of that survey, just to get their pulse, get their temp- temperature check, as I like to say and see how um, that's reconciling with with what the council is thinking in terms of what should be the priorities when we go to the next bond package. A lot of times when uh, potential developments or even ideas like this are floated, people immediately start thinking about the uh, roads to get to such a place. We're talking about the Indian Springs Sports Complex, the river area, kind of south side of BA, and a lot of people... I would imagine hit up your office in the city and say, well, we don't even have the roads to get there right now. But it sounds like the city agrees with that idea, especially there on Aspen. Oh, absolutely. In 2018, I'm, I'm pleased to, to just basically remind Broken Arrows that they did approve approximately $7.5 million to actually widen Aspen from Tucson down to Indian Spring Sports Complex. Right now, those those plans for the widening are being designed, and then we'll, we'll be acquiring the right-of-way. And I'm hopeful by the end of the year, we'll be out to bid for that project because that is a heavily used area in our community, and we definitely know the road needs to be widened. So by the time we actually get to our next bond package, that's not going to be an issue in terms of having a great flow of traffic to and from the park. And then we can actually look at the amenities that need to be made within the park, and then also those other amenities along the river. And once again, uh, we're going to hear what the community has to say about them. And then, like I said, we'll reconcile what the community thinks with what the study showed, and then council will make some decisions about what goes forward in 2026. Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon will have a lot more on this as we continue, uh, as that process continues, and as we uh, continue our conversations here on Tuesdays. Out of time for today, though, so thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk next Tuesday. Hey, thanks for the question, Skyler. Have a great rest of your week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.